Oh, hello there. It's the titular Matt Stewart letting you know that I'm going to be in Sydney, Australia, and then Brisbane, Australia, doing uh, short runs of my show, Dryer Dryer. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May, Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May. Hey, but also, you might not know this, I'm doing a live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart in Sydney on the 13th of May and in Brisbane on the 14th of May. Holy moly, am I looking forward to these shows uh, please get tickets for all of these now. If you use the discount code do go on, that might work. I'm not sure, but worth a try. Really hope to see you there. Um, Sydney especially. Please come along. Brisbane also, though you're buying tickets earlier, better. Sydney lift, please. All right, I'll see you soon now. On with the show. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest this week is comedian and carryover champ Raywin Pickering. Ooh, <laughs> Sorry, am- there's a ghost in the studio. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I could not contain my excitement. I'm very. <laughs> that was I'm, what I'm, that was. I'm, yeah. It was a little bit of a. Well, I don't want to open mouth scream in this environment. No, no. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our second guest this week is comedian and woman of letters, Prue Blake. Oh, thank you, thank you for the wonderful title. Hey. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, if it's not clear yet, uh, the guests have all just written their own introductions. Uh, and our third guest, you know him, you love him, from award-winning punk art video project Talkin' Biscotti, please welcome comedian Andrew Portelli. Thanks, Matt. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, you forgot to mention I'm the only one who didn't write his own introduction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see if the listeners buy that. Now, the way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one, and they have to guess which one is correct. Okay, are we ready to play? Yeah. Yeah. The first question comes from listener Rachel from London, and the question is, what does horripilation mean? What does horripilation mean? While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point of your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant, and another point if you correctly guess the answer. By the way, I'm also playing as the house. (laughs) I've put two of my own fake answers for each question in with the help of the question writers, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round. Seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house, and the house always wins, though. If you've been listening to recent episodes, you'll know that I haven't won in about six weeks. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters, and if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod linked in the show notes. You're really good at filling up that silence. 
I got it down to a fine art over, <laughs> over what, 16 episodes. Bit of patter. Yeah, that was really good. But let me know if you want some wet mouth sounds in that <laughs> little break there. Uh, I'm okay for now. Thank you. We'll let you know. I want dry mouth sounds. Yeah. Oh, can't help you then. Because <laughs> this mouth is wet. <laughs> All right, the answers are in. So let's go back to question number one. What does horripilation mean? Here are your six options. The sensation that a spider is on you after you've walked through a spider web. When something is scary but spacious, like a warehouse with a ghost in it. When your head or body hair bristles from fright or excitement. Using an epilator for a Brazilian. Or feeling full after eating too many hors d'oeuvres. Oh, hang on. There's one more. Getting fingered during a scary movie. Apologies for leaving that one out. Wow. Uh, so, do you want me to run through them again? Or are you feeling like you got an answer here? Uh, I've got the answer. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Confident. Well, if you lock it in first, that'll really help Prue and Raywin, I suppose. Uh, what, are, what are you going with? I think it's the first one. The first one, the sensation that a spider is on you after you've walked through a spider web. Yeah. that in for oh, okay. the port Confident. man. Do you, do you need to hear any of the other ones, no, Prue? No, I'm, I'm ready to lock in. What yeah. are you going with? I'm going with hair standing on end. Yeah. Great. Locking that in for Prue. Um. Yeah. I I reckon that's it, logically. Okay. Are we yeah. trying to get the right answer? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> the twist is. <laughs> twist is golf for rules. yourself every time. Yeah. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, getting fingered during a scary movie. That was written by Prue. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't help your chances by forgetting, by forgetting to read it, it out. Yeah. yeah. But that could have been the right answer. It could have been. That you were like, oh, they'll put that in a different place. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> uh, could you use that in a sentence? Oh, yeah. I got um, absolutely horror palationed at the <laughs> Cinema Nova the other oh, weekend. That's a verb. Or enjoyed so just a bit an of horror flick. <laughs> Over. Feeling yeah. full after eating too many hors d'oeuvres. That was the house. Uh, using an epilator for a Brazilian was Raywin. Wow. Uh, one of the two hair-related answers. Uh, <laughs> when something wow. is scary but spacious, like a warehouse with a ghost in it, that was written by Portelli. Wow. Uh, the sensation that a spider is on you after you've walked through a spider web. That was written by the house. One oh, point of the house there. Luck, Meaning the correct answer is when your head or body Yay. hair bristles from fright or excitement. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah. My hair's totally horrible. Right <laughs> yes. Now. Well, because, yeah, maybe it's only like women that would know what an Do you know what an epilator is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like a lot of tweezers all together. Yeah. What, what, why do you ask? Uh, oh, just because you, <laughs> just because you like didn't didn't go for that one at it's all. It's the only yeah, reason that Portelli must have missed it is yeah. he mustn't have understood it. Was it. So the, the confidence <laughs> there, Ray. Okay, I mean, you're coming I'm, in hot as the. It was I'm such a big cocky. Do you know what an I'm epilator is? <laughs> well, I just assumed because you, like you wouldn't have used. Uh, sorry, that's assuming. Maybe thought, you have used one. I'm sorry. No, I haven't. Okay. But I, I know people who have. Yeah. Whoa. But no, I just didn't put it together. Horripilation. An epil- epilation. To me sounds like epilation. Oh, I see. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. why I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. But Sorry. I would have guessed Sorry, that yours Portelli. was the spider walking through a spider web, being from country Queensland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like, I was like, well, that's obviously Rowan. Well, 
Wasn't. <laughs> Plus, I don't, I don't, Raywin's never worried of spiders on her. She'd just be true. going about her day. They're just a part of you. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you cheer it up. A, yeah. <laughs> it's glee yeah. <laughs> All right, quick score check after round one. Portelli on zero points, but in, on equal lead with one point, it's Raywin Prue in the house. Basically Whoa. everyone but Portelli. Okay. Yay, Interesting. Yay, yay. Attitude. Okay. <laughs> Eat our dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two comes from Craig from Dana Point in California, and the question is, in 1990, Charles Osborne of Anthon, Iowa, achieved the Guinness World Record for what? In 1990, Charles Osborne of Anthon, Iowa, achieved the Guinness World Record for what? And while you're writing your answers, here's some more information on horripilation. Merriam-Webster quotes Stephen King, who used the words in one of his books, when he wrote, Suddenly he was swept by horripilation. The goosebumps swept up from his ankles all the way to the nape of his neck, where the hair stirred and tried to lift. Never read Stephen King before, but what, what beautiful that prose that like is. like a perfect description of getting fingered. <laughs> <laughs> in a scary movie? In a scary movie, In a Stephen King movie, yes. maybe. Whoa. All comes around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Patelli's writing like the Latin origin for his <laughs> answers. Yeah, sometimes when someone's clearly taken the longest, longest. and then there's one answer that goes Just for really three long. paragraphs, <laughs> like, hmm, wonder who's that could have been? Yeah, no, I was texting my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it. Yeah. All right, the answers are in. Here is question number two. In 1990, Charles Osborne of Anthon, Iowa, achieved the Guinness World Record for what? Longest span of time without blinking, six minutes and 41 seconds. Most pennies fit into one person's mouth. <laughs> the longest attack of hiccups, 68 years. Mm. Putting the most wonka nerds up his nose. He managed 23 in the left nostril and 31 in the right. The first man to eat a full hog from snout to tail, including skin and bone in <laughs> under one hour. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, the first man to eat a full hog from snout to tail, including skin and bone, in under one hour, or wow. balancing the most rubber ducks on a jeep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way you can write something that's too silly for a world record yeah, no. attempt because there's so many of them. That's the weird thing. Very bonkers. But it was early on in the Guinness World Record. Yeah, 1990. So some early, you still had some sway, you know. You yeah. didn't have to go completely insane with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anyone have any thoughts here? Mm. Ooh, I'm leaning personally. Hiccups. Hiccups. Should I lock it in? Lock it in. Lock it Come in. Oh, I love that confidence. Yes, he's hiccuping away. What are the options? Uh, longest span of time without blinking. Most pennies fit into one person's mouth. Longest attack of the hiccups. Uh, putting the most wonka nerds up his nose. First man to eat a full hog from snout to tail. Or balancing the most rubber ducks on a jeep. Uh, the first one. First one. Blinking. Yeah. Most times. Do we know if he still holds this record? Uh, I believe he still holds this wow. record. Okay. Uh, I reckon pennies. Then I was going to do the blinking. All right, locking yeah, in most pennies, pennies for Owen. Here's who wrote the answers. Balancing the most rubber ducks on a jeep. That was Prue. That's a real yeah. thing in Ohio. I saw a Facebook group about really? it. Really? What? Yeah, they have like it's called they duck like duck jeep. It? Oh, if you you have someone that you park next to a Jeep, you leave like a little rubber duck on their Jeep. Right. And and why would you do that? (laughs) Just a little bit of fun, Portelli, just to lighten up life. Right. 
Beautiful. Feel connected to something. <laughs> yeah. So and then just you just, you buy a Jeep. And then, yeah. And, and some ducks. Wow. Yeah. 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 Do you think people would be more likely or less likely to buy a Jeep in Ohio because of this? I think more. More, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For definitely. community spirit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it feels like it calling it, because is it a play on Duck Duck Goose? I don't know what it's a play on. Duck Duck Jeep. No. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really work. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But it doesn't it's, it's stop me like loving it. It's better than Duck Duck Hyundai or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least there's one word. Uh, Portella, do you want to lock something in? I already have. Great. And everyone has. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> like, I, I think we need to move on with the yeah. show. <laughs> You're already giving Portelli a handicap. You're like, well, disclose one answer was a lie and then you can lock in again, Portelli. Uh, I already have. <laughs> Who's in control of this operation? Well, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone has a stronghold. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's keep going through who wrote the answers then. Why not? If you, if you don't want to, if you don't want to change your answer, Portelli, fine. Uh, the first man to eat a full hog from snout to tail, including skin and bone, that was the house. Wow. Uh, putting the most Wonka nerds up his nose, that was Raywin. Really? So one of the three of you is correct. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Suspense. So we had. Wait, hang on. Oh, my system here is Uh-oh. putting a letter next to the <laughs> the guess, and I've put P next to two different letters for Prue and Portelli. And it's not, it's well, not an ideal why system. That yes. <laughs> so who who picked which again? I picked hiccups. You pick hiccups. Okay, great. I picked um, uh, blinking. Sort of blinking, yeah. I'm going to change your letter to A. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. For and consistency's just, sake. Just yeah. in case anyone at home is wanting the full picture in their mind. Sure. <laughs> That's movie magic. Yeah. Uh, so long oh, as but wait, uh, the second letter of Raywin is an A. So will oh, that get confusing? Yeah, so maybe that's true. And you could have done P my for all three name. of us. Oh, yeah. My, oh my god. <laughs> Your system <laughs> is crumbling. <laughs> uh, longest span of time without blinking. That's what Andrew locked in. Right. Uh, that was written by the house, um, particularly oh. Craig, the question writer. Most pennies fit into one person's mouth, which Raywin chose. That was Portelli. Oh. Meaning the correct answer was the longest attack of the hiccup, 68 years. Hooray! So one point for Prue, one point for Patelli, and one point for the house. That's a lot of hiccups. That's a lot and of who is the house? Oh, I'm, I'm sort of the house, me and the question writers. It's, right. you know, it's sort of an ethereal oh, being. So And you write, so there are two house. Yeah. Right. Ah. Oh. So yeah. there's a bit of a mathematical yes, advantage yes, for the yes, house, yes, but yes. also I don't have the chance to pick a, a correct one. So we can only, each of us can only get two maximum points yep. each round. Uh, but I am favoured. But I also try and write one ridiculous one that no one will pick. In this case, eating a hog, including its skeleton. Yeah. Well, I thought that was just yeah. the same as eating a plane. That's a good point yeah. as well. That uh, was yeah, very it was, it reasonable. was putting the hour time on him and I was like, I don't think he could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought Raywin wrote that one. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would use the word snout? <laughs> yeah, so anatomically correct. Oh, this is very Raywin-esque. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting really into the details of the wow. trotters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, all right. I love my brand. It's, brand. it's so strong. It's really, yeah. <laughs> Snout. Spiders. Hoof, yeah. That's funny because the two that they've thought you wrote, I wrote them both. So wow. somehow You're your brand is my, my brand? Or <laughs> I'm moving in on your brand. Yeah. Uh, okay, quick score update. After two rounds, Raywin is on one point. Portelli is on one point. 
But in the lead, it's Prue in the house on two points each. Okay, all right. And we're up to question number three. This one comes from Riley Ness from South Elgin in Illinois. And the question is, what was the nickname of early 1900s baseballer Charlie Hickman? What was the nickname of early 1900s baseballer Charlie Hickman? While you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a bit more about Charles Osborne's record. According to the Guinness World Records website, Charles Osborne started hiccuping in 1922 while attempting to weigh a hog before slaughtering it. little insight into how it came up with the the hog answer now. (laughs) Uh, He was unable to find a cure but led a normal life in which he had two wives and fathered eight children. He continued until a morning in Feb 1990. So he... So he lived after... I just assumed he died. he, He lived for like... Two more years, hiccup free, I think. Oh, imagine those think blissful years. <laughs> I think he missed the hiccups. There's wow. a couple of a couple of comments on the on the World Records website yeah. with people being like, "And was there someone checking with him the whole time?" Like they were like, <laughs> "I don't believe it." You think it was start stop? Yeah, that's what they they seem to suggest. How do you define continuous? Mm. Yeah, good point. So obviously, mm. yeah, he'd have to sleep. So you can sleep with the hiccups, I guess. Yes, so. Amazing. The question writer Craig, he wrote, what would you do if you had to go for a world record? And then he said, if I had to, I love the one <laughs> I answer my question. Yeah. If I had to attempt a world record, I think I would try to set the record for world's largest breakfast burrito. Picture a five-meter diameter tortilla and about 421 scrambled eggs. <laughs> then let your mind Run wild wow. from there. Wow. And then well, I'm thinking a big turd. <laughs> <laughs> World record. Coming out the end. So he's going to make it or he's going to eat it? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Or is just the record is there is the world's biggest yeah. breakfast burrito. I think my record would be um, world's funniest comedy <laughs> festival show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and what, is, what is that titled? Uh, what would you title a show I like that? I think hypothetically I'd title it, hey, great to catch up. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. Prue, if you were going for a, a record, you know, best ever comedy festival show, what title would you give it? For the best ever comedy festival show? Yeah, perhaps maybe oh, the one that you're doing not, next yeah, year. Yeah, the one I'm doing next year is called Unfriended. And, um, yeah, it's in the running, I think. <laughs> in the running for a record. Any thoughts for you, Raywin? Um... Look, I think I would like it to be a saying, but also something that's like rolls off the tongues. Like I feel like Bush Week is a nice, oh. yeah, very on brand. Yeah, on <laughs> brand. Is there going to be much hog-related material in the show? Oh well, I I will definitely write some now. Yeah. More more Great. pig, less hog, but okay. I'll, I'll work some hog in. Fantastic. <laughs> could I could I suggest a title for you, Rowan? Yeah. Um, what about you? Can give it a go if you want the hog, you get the trotters. That's <laughs> <laughs> Raywin dressed up, terms, you know. <laughs> She's got two big hooves, <laughs> and I look and confused. A, yeah, and you've got a pig, a pig nose. Yeah, and beautiful. And then the opening of the show is <laughs> and the closing. Yes, <laughs> and the middle. And Forty-eight minutes of, <laughs> and you have to escape from a hog tie yeah. the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. It could be the longest, maybe that's a world record, the longest impersonation of a pig. Yes. Is it? Yes. That's probably. While, co- while that's covered in oil. Co- <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because they were longer. Beautiful. People Beautiful. were trying to escape as a pig or whatever. <laughs> so they had to add an extra element. Yeah, yeah. And it was oil. Yeah. All right, the answers are in for question number three. What was the nickname of early 1900s baseballer Charlie Hickman? Here are your six options. The Nat with the Bat. 
Piano Legs, The Dinger, The Wichita Pichita. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> the Wet Hickey or The Big Stick Man. These all sound so weird. <laughs> I mean, like old-timey nicknames are always a bit weird. Yeah. But yeah. Charlie Hickman, the big stick man. So you got the gnat with the bat, piano legs, the dinger, the wichita pitcher, the wet hickey or the big stick man. And his name was Charlie Hickman. Charlie Hickman. Right. Hmm. Raven, what are you thinking? Um, uh, I, like, I like piano legs because it kind of, oh, maybe he's just a really fast runner. He's just... <laughs> No, if you think of a piano. Famously fast piano. That's where my mind goes. Yep. He must do a lot of runs. Um, yeah, I reckon he's Locking a piano man. Piano legs for Raywin. <laughs> piano <laughs> man. <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> That's so good. You a baseballer, Portelli? Yes. Got a bit of big baseball vibe about you? Yeah, I, I love um, baseball. Yeah. The sport of baseball. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. sport of baseball is yes. what we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. America's pastime. Yeah. Um, Australia's, like, if you're kind of a bit weird, <laughs> pastime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like wearing, I'm wearing an Australian baseball hat really? at the moment. It's the yeah. Melbourne Aces. Oh. Wow, so you're trying really hard to be obscure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 no. no it, was just a, a hat, oh. it was just a hat a guy gave me. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. A few years ago I posted about how I lost my favourite hat and I posted like 20 photos of me wearing that hat. Yeah. And then uh, this guy from Tassie in the comedy scene down there, he's got a connection to Australian baseball and he gave me like 10, every team in Australian baseball, their hat. Really? Oh. That must be really valuable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was what, so that's loud. why the, that's why the gesture was so meaningful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There, there's 10 teams. What's the Queensland one? Do you know? Oh, the Brisbane boys. <laughs> the Brisbane boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Helmed by old piano yeah. legs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Brisbane Bandits. Oh, oh, very close. Brisbane mm. Bandits. Very close. Perth Heat. Beautiful. Yeah, the P- Perth. That, yeah. Oh. Really? So every sport gets a Heat team. Yeah. Yeah, every sport. All the yeah. WA, yeah. a lot of the WA teams have Heat, like the Perth's uh, Scorchers in 2020. But in oh, yeah. in 2020, Brisbane are the Heat, aren't they? Yeah, I know. Brisbane oh. had a Heat. Miami's the Heat. Miami's got Heat. Jeez, a lot, a lot of connections. Yeah. A lot yeah. of connections there. A lot of hot places yeah. in yeah. the world. So Raywin's locked in piano yeah. legs. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get an answer from you, Portelli? Uh, you tell me. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't didn't. written anything down. Uh, the stick man. Stick man for Portelli, mm-hmm. which I'm putting down an A for. Yes, yes. good. Good learning. <laughs> what do you think improved? I can't go past the Wichita Pichita. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh the Nat with the Bat, that was written by The House, uh, especially by Riley, the question writer. The Dinger was written by Portelli. Which is a, that's a baseball term, isn't it? Yeah. Is that's hitting a really oh. big one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was me trying. You're counting on us having knowledge about <laughs> yeah. baseball. Yeah, my In America, that means a big baseball hit. In Australia, that means a condom. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, so it works in, in two ways. Uh, the Wet Hickey, that was Raywin. Can you talk us through that one? Well, because the Hickman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the mean, wetness. Well. <laughs> Little twist. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of spice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big stick man. That was Prue. Pretty love, good. Love that rhyming word. really good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, You'd the, want that nickname. <laughs> the big stick man. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew the big stick man Portelli. Tell I, me you don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> 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 he gave you what you wanted there, Prue. 
Uh, so that's one point, point. One point for Prue. Yeah. Uh, the Witcher to Pitcher to, that was the house. Oh, it was really good, the house. <laughs> Thank you very much, Prue. <laughs> Uh, but Raywin was correct. It was piano legs. <gasps> See that. that reasoning. You laughed what at it. What reasoning? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand. It was sound reasoning. <laughs> but it, it's just pianos. <laughs> you go up and down the keys. <laughs> so it's real piano legs. So that's um. one point for Raywin, one point for Prue, one point for the house. And I couldn't figure it out either. I've, I did a lot of Googling last night trying to figure out how we got this nickname. So we're never going to get closure on that. Makes I, sense. The only, I'm, I'm going to quote. What way? <laughs> was one leg black and one was white? Oh, I, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh. Wouldn't that be that yeah, would piano keys though, wouldn't it be? Oh, yeah. Piano key legs. I, I, <laughs> what, what, but when you, what legs does a piano have? Yeah, I just wouldn't they be similar to like a table's legs them. or something? They have yeah, I wheels. know, Raymond. <laughs> you keep saying it like it's obvious. Yeah. It's not obvious. <laughs> just think about it for a second. I'm picturing a piano in my mind. <laughs> yeah, and how fast they roll. Well, I think it, it seems like it maybe it means the opposite to what you said because um, this is from a, a 1906 Washington Times article mm-hmm. uh, which wrote, there has been a lot of fun poked at the piano legs of C. Hickman, but as a matter of fact, he gets over the ground at a surprising rate of speed. Okay. So it's sort of saying like uh, despite the nickname, piano oh, yeah. legs is actually pretty quick. Fast. So he moves like he has two pianos for legs. He <laughs> <laughs> must have big, big legs. Trump. Yeah. Big thighs. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm picking like every piano would have a different sort of, so there'd be piano with skinny legs and pianos with big legs, wouldn't there? Pianos definitely have feet. Feet. Oh, yeah. I've been, you know what? I've been picturing a studio piano, like the one that goes against the wall. Right. Grand piano has legs. Yeah, has yeah, legs, yeah. yes. No, I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. But I've been doing it for longer. <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing it since yesterday. <laughs> All right. We're up to question number four. This one comes from Eva Redman of Tasmania. The question is, what was the Northern Territory News, the NT News front page headline on the 30th of September, 2010. The NT News, famously kind of mm-hmm. wacky oh, yeah, out yeah, there yeah. headlines. So what was the NT News front page headline on the 30th of September, 2010? While you're writing those answers, here's a little bit more information about old piano legs. <laughs> uh, according to sabr.org, piano legs possessed one of the dead ball era's most potent bats. In 1903, Hickman hit one ball 100 feet over the left field fence at Cleveland's League Park and another completely out of New York's Hilltop Park. So basically he'd smash the ball a long, long way. Throughout his 12-year Major League career, he was always a fan favourite. His genial nature, outgoing personality and friendliness were hallmarks throughout his life. In reporting his passing, the Morgantown Post said, it could be safely said he had no personal enemies. <laughs> Which is a wild... It's like, Was that rude? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it sounds a bit defensive, doesn't it? Yeah. We certainly had no personal enemies. You can I would, safely say that. I would have thought that that's most people, right? I've got enemies. Oh, I mean, yeah, you've got yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. saying all people. Prue's obviously got quite a few personal oh, enemies. Of course. Uh, but, yeah, apparently this led to one of his other nicknames. I guess It was sort of they were under... The stick man. The stick man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheerful Charlie was one of his other nicknames. Oh, yuck. Cheerful Charlie. Don't like that. <laughs> Cheerful Charlie, the old piano legs. <laughs> yeah. You'd say piano legs over Cheerful Charlie. Yeah. Come here, piano legs. Come here, piano legs. <laughs> your name for a dog or something? Or a lover. Oh, a lover, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talk to dogs like lovers. <laughs> it's like a lot can... of people do. Yeah. <laughs> 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. The answers are in. Here is question number four. What was the NT News front page headline on the 30th of September 2010? Croc on the rock. Crocodile spotted on Uluru. Deadly croc. Hocks, dock, socks. <laughs> crocodile dunny. Man finds full-size crocodile using his toilet. <laughs> Unidentified flying wardrobe set to take territory fashion into the space age. <laughs> Crocodoodle-doo. <laughs> it's really croc-related. <laughs> <laughs> An unlikely friendship. Has this farmer stumped? <laughs> or horny ghost haunts house. If you thought Casper was friendly, you should meet Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be a good clue. Yeah. Did you see it on the 30th of September, September. 2010, though? Wow. Uh, no, I saw it on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you need to hear them again or you got them all down? Could I hear them again, please, yeah. Matthew? Uh, croc on the rock. Crocodile spotted on Uluru. Deadly croc. Hock stock socks. <laughs> Crocodile <laughs> done knee. Hock stocks. Deadly croc. Hocks docks socks. What do you think that is trying to say? I think it's saying that a, a deadly croc stole <laughs> some oh. a doctor's socks. Oh, yeah. oh right. Hocks docks socks. Hox, okay, I get it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, crocodile Dani. Man finds full-size crocodile using his toilet. Unidentified flying wardrobe set to take territory fashion into the space age. <laughs> Crocodoodle do. An unlikely friendship has this farmer stumped. Or horny ghost haunts house. If you thought Casper was friendly, you should meet Kevin. <laughs> Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I like um, crockle doodle do. Crockadoodle do. Crockle. Croc. Crockadoodle do. Crockadoodle do for Prue. Yes. I'll lock that in. Crockadoodle Prue. Yes. It just makes sense. That's your next show. That's your next show. When you tour, I'm going to start stealing Raywood's content. What do you reckon, Portelli? Uh, the ghost one. Ghost one? Yeah. Mm. I would have bet my life that you wrote that. And me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, your life. Imagine that's why you die. <laughs> I made a bad bet. <laughs> uh, go big or go home, I guess. <laughs> I absolutely would have guessed that too. It was like, horny yeah. ghost, that is Portelli's brand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know what my brand is, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's, you've learned a lot. It's one of the tricks to b- figuring out comedy, right? Knowing how the audience sees you. Yeah. Does yeah. this help you? No, I, I, they're <laughs> just always they're laughing so hard. I can't work yep. it out. Yeah. So. If anything, their eyes are closed. Yeah. They're concentrating on the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and how much they're enjoying it. What about you, Raywin? Um, I like the the Dunny one. The cro- crocodile Dunny. All right, look that in for Raywin. I wrote that. <laughs> Can I change my? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here is who wrote the answers. Croc, croc on the rock. Crocodile spotted on Uluru. That was Portelli. Yeah. Yes. How would it get in there? Yeah. Faked you out. 
What's that? How did yeah. you get in there? Well, that's hard. why it's such a great idea for a story. <laughs> a <lot of laughs> that would be front page news. Fiction, yeah. <laughs> that would be front page news if there was a croc. Beautiful. On, on the uh, rock. On Uluru, yeah. Uh, deadly croc, hocks, dock, socks. That was the house. Uh, <laughs> you really had to justify it. Yeah. I know, like, um, well, it actually <laughs> makes quite a lot of sense. <laughs> but hocks means sell. Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then what it is is a deadly croc sold a doctor's dog. <laughs> yeah. That makes slightly less okay. sense somehow. I'm like, it doesn't make any. Okay. What Damn. Need for currency. <laughs> yeah. Hawks mean sell. I don't know why I thought it meant steal. I feel foolish now. Uh, unidentified <laughs> flying wardrobe uh, set to take territory fashion in a space age. That was also the house. I was struggling to think of a second one. Yeah. So I, uh, I just. Um, <laughs> pointed it in my room. <laughs> and, you know, the wardrobe. The wardrobe. It would have even been, either been about a bed or a wardrobe. <laughs> you really <yeah>. barely <laughs> needed to point. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, a, or a scary ventriloquist stunt. <gasps> That's true. They're the three things I or sleep with. Australian baseball team cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 10 to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that means one of the three of you is correct. Uh Crocodile Dunny, man finds full-size crocodile using his toilet, which Raywan picked. That was Prue. So oh, one point Prue, to Prue. Uh, crocodoodle do, an unlikely friendship has this farmer stumped, which Prue picked. That was Raywan. Had a little point swap there. <laughs> Meaning that Portelli was right. Horny ghost haunts house. What? Wow. If you thought Casper was friendly, you should meet Kevin. <laughs> so that means one point wild. to Raywin, one point to Prue, and one point to Portelli. So you genuinely remembered that article? No, no, no. I was joking about seeing that as a porno that I. I'm, I thought you were just a big reader. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a big reader. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, why you have the subtitles on the porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no, like that. Nice. You could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's not what she said, but. Oh, the champ is coming. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, quick score update. Uh, we've got. In fourth place on two points, it is Portelli. In equal second place, it is Raywin in the house on three points. But out in front on four points, it's Prue. Prue has just been scoring one point every round. Is that not what you're meant to do? No, I think you're nailing it. Yeah, okay, great. I mean, ideally you'd get two points in a round or even three. How do I do that? Oh, someone guesses me. and Two people guess you, you guess correct, you get the maximum three points. Wow. I can only dream of such heights. (laughs) But at this stage, it is anyone's game. Uh, oh. You know, Portelli could jump into the lead with a three-point round now. Uh, as we head into question number five, three questions to go. This one comes from David Malofsky from London, England. Uh, and his question is, which of these is a real reptile? Which of these is a real reptile? Mm. So you've basically just got to come up with a fake reptile species. Oh, so that's oh. the whole question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just make up, ideally not a, yeah, you don't want to accidentally do a real one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Which, it's got to sound realistic enough that, yeah. oh. I mean, geez, it's a fine art, love isn't it? Love it, love it. Uh, while you're writing your answers, <laughs> uh, let me fill in some more info for you on that horny ghost story. Uh, the Northern Territory news is behind a paywall, but I found another story about it on Nine News which wrote, a Northern Territory woman who claims to have been pulled out of bed by a horny ghost that haunts her house says she has no plans to get rid of it. 
Jennifer Mills Young, 47, who lives near Darwin, has become a media sensation after claiming her home is haunted by a ghost she calls Kevin. She claims she was grabbed by Kevin while she was asleep, but managed to shake him off. He grabbed my wrist and started pulling me up. I was thinking, what do you want me to do? When I opened my eyes, I realized what was going on. I had locked my door, but now it was ajar. When he got into bed with me, he crossed the line and I had to let him know that. But Mrs. Mills Young insisted she did not mind Kevin being around the house. He wasn't rough. There was no aggression. I'm used to him, she said. Her husband, Jeff, also 47, spoke to 9MSN from Puckapunyal, where he is stationed with the Defence Force. My wife's had a lot to do with ghosts, he said. <laughs> it do, doesn't it, does it sound to you like she's having affairs? Yeah, and, yes. she's sleeping with the ghost. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kevin knows. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, or, Kevin's the ghost. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff knows. Jeff um, knows. Jeff goes on, and I've also seen Kevin. Earlier this year, I saw someone walking through the house from a gate on one side of the house to the other. I jumped up, but no one was there. They say their son and daughter aged 19 and 20 have also seen Kevin. So I think this whole family has fucked Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) The family has lived in the house for almost two years. It is leased from a private company by the Defence Force. Neither Jeff or Jennifer knows the history of the building. Mrs. Mills Young said there is no history of drink or drug problems in the family. I don't know why I laughed there. And why is the girl? It's just funny the journalist is like, and just double checking any history of drink or drug abuse. Well, I guess this is legit then. (laughs) Uh, Finally, they asked, why is the ghost called Kevin? Because she named the ghost herself. Mm. And she said, Darwin is a very blokey place. And Kevin is about as blokey a name as you can get. It's a blokey ghost. Yeah, I guess it's a blokey ghost. A horny ghost, a blokey ghost. Mm-hmm. One nice. and the same. Is Kevin a blokey name? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just double check. Obviously. Yeah. Kevin. Are, you sh- are we sure that it's not less blokey than Matt? Yeah. I think Matt is really testosterone charged. <laughs> yeah, no variation in the types of Matt yeah. you meet. <laughs> but I think Kevin, I think of like, um, you know, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. I guess he's pretty blokey. He's a little boy, so probably <laughs> <laughs> too early to say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look at that little bloke. He's committing hey, like a little assault. bloke. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Setting that's, traps. Yeah. Okay, the answers are in. So here is question number five. Which of these is a real reptile? Satanic leaf-tailed gecko, a vimalay, which is a lizard from Guatemala that can, if frightened, release a pleasant aroma similar to mangoes. The huge honking lizard. The loose ass ass lizard, big schlong. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds right to me. Uh, Dr. Schlong, I think I know him that one. <laughs> uh, the scaly brow lizard or normal snake with human eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a fish with human teeth. Oh, my God, that's awful. Yeah, there you go. What do you mean? That it, it is a real animal that exists. Yeah. Its mouth is full of human teeth. What do you mean it's, its mouth is full of human teeth? Though? I don't think we need to explore it. Human-like <laughs> teeth? Or does it- Human-like teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see why. It's very explanatory. Not, not just loose teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just hanging out the back. It's always just going stuff. around. <laughs> rattle around. <laughs> and does it smile? Um, I guess it's hard to say for I don't know if I want to look this up <laughs> no, or not. look it up. Please look it up. Does it have lips? Um, yes. Oh, my God. It- and a tongue? It's real. Isn't oh, it? no. <laughs> no. No, I don't like it. Oh, oh no. Yes. Hey, Jamie, pull this up. 
Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nature is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So mysterious. I'm going to try and forget about that uh, before I go I'm to bed tonight. Home, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone wow. have a, any inkling on which way they want to go here? Oh, can I hear them again? Mm. Sure. Mm. Satanic leaf-tailed gecko. The Vimalay, the Guatemalan one uh, that releases uh, aroma similar to mangoes. Overexplained. I agree. The huge <laughs> honking lizard. The loose assed ass lizard big schlong. <laughs> to me, that one sounds right. <laughs> the scaly brow lizard or normal snake with human eyes. I still can't remember them. I'm going to need to hear them <laughs> one more time. Roll it through. <laughs> so you have um, the satanic leaf tailed gecko, Vimalay, huge honking lizard, loose assed ass lizard big schlong, scaly brow lizard or normal snake with right. human eyes. Yeah, okay. okay. I I'm gonna go first and go huge honking lizard. I reckon. Wow, huge okay. You know animals. Strange enough, but yeah. yeah. Huge <laughs> honking lizard for Raywin, Portelli or Prue. Any any thoughts here? I'm still trying to remember <laughs> what they are. Yeah, I think I'd like to go the satanic gecko. A satanic leaf-tailed gecko for yeah. Prue. I've seen geckos torment my family's cats before. Yeah. You know, oh. Quite a satanic. With their leaf wow. tails. <laughs> With their leaf tails. What so. was what was the third one? Sorry. A uh, huge honking lizard. And what was the fourth one? <laughs> loose ass ass lizard big schlong. And <laughs> <laughs> you were really confident on that yeah. one. Totally. Yeah. Uh, the second one. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Vimalay. <laughs> With the mango smell. Okay, I'm going to go for the first one. Uh, satanic leaf-tailed gecko. Yeah. All right, let's go through who wrote the Oh, there was the normal. Normal snake normal, with human yeah, eyes. That one is A beautiful well. name for a boy or girl. <laughs> yeah. uh, that one was actually written by the house. Oh. Cool. I had, and it's funny because I toyed with normal snake with human mouth. Wow. Which is, that would have got me. That yeah. was very close to that fish. That's just a flashlight. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> That's be- what a beautiful way to describe it. Um, <laughs> scaly brow lizard, that was Prue. Uh, loose assed ass lizard big schlong, that was Portelli. That was the house. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Vimalay with uh, the mango smell, that was Raywin. Yeah, look, I thought you had to have a little thing. So, yes, it was over-explained. It was over-explained. <laughs> I wasn't sure. That, that happened on a previous episode where Andy Matthews over-explained one and I only just read the name and he was like, and is there any other info on that fourth option? So I'm like, oh, I guess uh, I better. People have won. You yeah, read yeah. the whole yeah. thing. So that, I, was, I was torn which way to yeah. go there, but sorry if I butchered that for you oh, well. or didn't explain the question yeah. very well. Although. So, you know, the other two people no, seem to understand. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> uh, the huge honking lizard with which Raywin went for that was the house. Oh, I mean, on. the correct answer is the satanic leaf-tailed Ray. gecko. Yes. How did you do? How did How you did do you it do? again? I explained my reasoning uh, the first time, I believe. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's oh. a. Just it, it was more of a rhetorical. Yeah. Uh, I just make <laughs> logical guesses based on the best possible information. <laughs> oh, okay, that's an interesting strategy. <laughs> funny, yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, quick score update. Uh, we've now got on three points Raywin and Portelli. The house on four points, but out in front it's Prue on five points. Oh, Damn. Wow. It is still Damn. truly anyone's yeah. game. But less so Good. every round. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Real, still, real cocky there, Prue. <laughs> everyone can still get six points over the last two rounds. Three okay. points up for grabs oh. each time. So it really is anyone's game. <laughs> Question six uh, was written by John Wick in brackets. Yes, that's oh. my real name okay. from middle of somewhere. 
And John's well, that question. Makes me yeah. Less sweet. yeah, I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John's question is A sporting event was interrupted in Toronto on the 28th of August 1990. What happened? A sporting event was interrupted in Toronto on the 28th of August 1990. What happened? This time. Rowan, you can give a bit more info if you like. Can I? Okay. Uh, you, could, you could name the sport if you wanted to. You don't have to, I guess. You know, you take it for a walk, see where you end up. And while you're writing those answers, here's some more info on satanic leaf-tailed geckos. According to animalia.bio, the satanic leaf-tailed gecko is a small species of gecko that can be found only on the island of Madagascar. The gecko occurs in a variety of colours, including hues of purple, orange, tan and yellow, but is often mottled brown with small black dots on the underside that help to distinguish it from similar species. It has long spines on the head, body, and trunk. The tail is flattened and has a leaf-like appearance, and it like it looks so much like a leaf, it's, it freaks me out a bit. Oh. Uh, not as much as a fish with teeth, but a uh, human teeth. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. Uh, some geckos even have notches in their tails to further mimic a decaying leaf, and this trait seems more common in the males of the species. In addition, the satanic leaf-tailed gecko has an eyelash-like projection above each eye. During daylight hours, these adaptations help the gecko blend into its surroundings, and at night it helps the gecko hunt for prey by providing camouflage. I'm looking at this gecko. This is a baby dragon. Wow. Oh. Do you think? Dragon-like qualities? Yeah, I think, yeah. Like, you mean like a mythical sort of dragon? Yeah, totally, totally. That's wild. It's like winged. Yeah, it's a quite an incredible-looking wow. thing. But, yeah, what do you think of that tail? It's like it looks so much like a leaf to me. Yeah. I would oh, say it looks wow. a lot like a leaf yeah. to anyone. Oh. <laughs> Personally, I, in my experience, I see it like a leaf. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know if everyone can see yeah. it in the way I it, do. but it, I'm pretty it, creative. It evolved that way maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like that. Yeah. That's my theory. Mm. God made it like that. <gasps> do you think? Works in mysterious mm. ways. It's true. Funny, Portelli. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Pru> is seething. <laughs> oh, just waiting for Raylan's here. Sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. Go. Hey. Go, go, go. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. You really took that add more um, information to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's question number six. A sporting event was interrupted in Toronto on the 28th of August 1990. What happened? The first major professional eating contest ended in controversy when one of the contestants in the Vegemite Eating Challenge was found to be using Nutella. Tim Hortons opened their first store and everyone left the stadium to get their five free Timbits. An ice hockey match was cancelled after a wild bear entered the arena. Not a tame bear. (laughs) Six naked men covered in oil disturbed an ice hockey game by being too slippery to be caught in the rink. A major league baseball game between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Milwaukee Brewers was halted because of a swarm of bugs or a pitch invader ran onto a curling rink. The twist? He had diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's quite a mental image. Yeah. (laughs) Guess those brooms they used in curling would have... Come in handy. handy. Well, you couldn't use them again, though. No. Uh, One and done. (laughs) (laughs) Any thoughts here? Anyone got an instinct? Um, I feel like I've gone first. Yeah, Portella, you want to jump in here? Yes, I would love to. Can I have those uh, 
So the options p- again. <laughs> professional eating contest where someone had subbed in Nutella instead of Vegemite. No. No, why would uh, Canadians Tim, be eating Vegemite? Yeah. Tim Hortons uh, opened the first store and everyone left the stadium to get their five free Timbits. That'd keep going. An ice hockey match was cancelled after a wild bear entered the uh, it arena. Lock it in. <laughs> okay. Oh, Locking confident. that in for Portelli. Then we had six naked men covered in oil, disturbed an ice hockey game by being too slippery to oh, be caught. Oh, no, can I change? Yes. Uh, the bees, the bugs one. The bugs, bugs one. one. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, Lock that one in. A major league baseball <laughs> game between the t- Toronto Blue Jays and the Milwaukee Brewers was halted because of a swarm of bugs or a pitch invader ran onto a curling rink. The twist? Yeah, diarrhea. I like the twist. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm going to go oily boys. Oily boys for mm. Prue. What do you think, Ray? Maybe the bug one because it was quite specific. It's like Toronto Blue Jays. and mm. But then you know you're. Mm. Specific like what the yeah. house would write? Exactly. <laughs> specific and yet not over-explained. Mm. <laughs> there was balance. no twist. <laughs> 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 the twist? Oh, yeah, sorry. All of them had a twist that I didn't. <laughs> Tim Hortons opened their first store and everyone left the stadium to get their five free Timbits. The twist? The Timbits gave them diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Actually flows perfectly yeah. into the next story. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to do the bug one too. The bug one too? All right, locking that in. Here's who wrote the answers. Uh, the Vegemite one, that was the house. Oh. Uh, Tim Hortons, that one was Prue. So oh, Canadian. Yeah, good specificity. <laughs> what is, what's a Timbit? A Timbit is a, like a donut hole. Yeah. Oh. A glazed donut hole. Oh, they called them awesome. um, bites at Krispy Kreme because, well, yeah. Anyway. Right, you call them yeah. a creme, creme bit <laughs> rather than a Timbit because yeah. Tim's Tim Hortons, right? Well, they call it a cream hole. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> You're thinking of cream holes, right? Oh, God. Uh, the ice hockey match being cancelled because of a wild bear. That was also the house. Ooh. Thank God I changed. A pitch invader <laughs> ran onto a curling rink. The twist? Yeah, diarrhea. That was Portelli. Yes. I don't remember I was going to say. <laughs> means one of you is correct. Uh, six naked men covered in oil disturbed an ice hockey game by being too slippery to be caught in the rink. That was Raywin. Good job, Raywin. <laughs> So it seems very Canadian. Yeah. One point Super for Raywin there. Uh, but the correct answer was a major league baseball game between the Toronto Blue Jays and Milwaukee Brewers was halted Yay. because of a swarm of bugs. So that means one point to uh, Portelli and two points to Raywin. Unbelievable. Our first multi point round. And also mm. Prue's hot streak <gasps> comes to an end. Wow. It had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I actually threw it. But that has oh. done a. <laughs> It's done amazing things to the scoreline after mm. six rounds with only one question to come. The scoreline is now the house on four points, Portelli on four points, Raywin on five points, Prue on five points. Ooh. Wow. Throw a blanket over this field. It is anyone's game. This really is anyone's game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the final question uh, comes from Joel Acklin from Arlington in Texas. And we always finish with a film synopsis question. This week, the question is, what is the synopsis for the 1987 film Street Trash? What is the synopsis for the 1987 film Street Trash? And while your answers are being written, here is some more information about the baseball bugs via a Seattle Times report from the following day. Swarms of gnats had players swatting at midair 
causing a 35-minute delay last night in the American League game between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Milwaukee Brewers, enforcing closure of the stadium's retractable roof. I've never seen anything like it, said umpire Don Denkiner, the crew chief who stopped the game in the fifth inning. I've seen games called by rain, wind and snow, but never bugs. Denkiner said there were so many bugs, it was impossible for not only the players, but the umpires as well. The tiny insects forced players to run for cover and spray each other with insect repellent. Milwaukee pitcher Ted Huguera had hundreds on him. They were all over his shoulder, arms and head, Brewer manager Tom Treblehorn said. It's so funny that it's been reported on like it's a real serious thing. There were bugs on him. Like he had <laughs> bugs on his shoulders and head. Honestly. And that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And the game was stopped for a bit over half an hour. Wait, can I ask, when was Street Trash, what year was it? Uh, 1987. 87. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, So the one that specifically talks about the, uh, (laughs) like, Bob Hawke Prime Ministership or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, like, quite clearly a a Ray (laughs) one. Higuera handled the bugs and the Blue Jays tossing a six-hitter in his team's 4-2 victory. The problem lessened with the roof closed and the air conditioning turned up. They had air-conditioned stadiums back in 1990. Truly, Canada lives in the future. I really do need absolute silence for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's the hardest one to write. It's so yeah. hard. <laughs> Just add that extra line in there for you, Portelli. So I'm guessing that's meant to go that extra little tidbit. Yes. Go. Do you think this is going to give it away? I think this is going to give it away, but it's okay. We're like, oh, it feels like there was a late addition. It should have finished there. (laughs) I don't think so. I like the paranoia, though. All right, the answers are in for question number seven. What is the synopsis for the 1987 film Street Trash? It's time for New York City to take out the trash, the street trash. (laughs) The NYPD are cracking down on littering in an epic and high-stakes tale about answering the call of duty, finding generosity in the most unexpected places, and keeping things nice and tidy. But maybe a little bit of a mess is what keeps life interesting. That's option one. Beautiful. Option two, a liquor store owner discovers a crate of booze in the basement of his store and decides to make quick cash by selling it to local homeless people for cheap. Not only is the booze 40 years out of date, it also causes whoever drinks it to melt in an extremely gory fashion. That's option two. Option three, a musical comedy starring Barbara Streisand (laughs) details a young woman's journey growing up homeless and learning how to better her community. That's option three. Option four, two lazy hazmat cleaners hide some barrels of toxic waste in the dump so they can take off work early. The barrels get knocked over and bring the trash in the dump to life. As the trash monster goes on a rampage, the two cleaners now have an even bigger mess on their hands. (laughs) That sounds great. That sounds like an additional line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, A man's battle to cover his street with trash because he wrote a lot of rude words on the street, such as bum and penis, while he was drunk on street rum he found in the sewer in a shoe that also had a condom in it. The twist? He had worms and a big anus. Or finally, Joni, a sex worker in New York City, has had enough. One day her pimp pushes her too far and she finally kills him. She knows there are more guys like him out there. And so Joni takes to the streets to clean up the trash. Oh, wow. Feminist tale. Mm. So you got six options there. Wow. Do you, do you want Beautiful. me to go through them briefly again? Or you got 
I think I've got mine. I think I've got mine. Okay, great. Could I hear the last one and the um, mutant one? Yep. Uh, In full? If that's okay. Yep. So the last one was Joni, a sex worker in New York City, has had enough. One day her pimp pushes her too far and she finally kills him. She knows there are more guys like him out there and so Joni takes to the streets to clean up the trash. And uh, the other one was, what was the other one? The toxic waste dump one? Yeah. Two lazy hazmat cleaners hide some barrels of toxic waste in the dump so they can take off work early. The barrels get knocked over and bring the trash in the dump to life. As the trash monster goes on a rampage, the two cleaners now have an even bigger mess on their hands. Then we had the one about the guy, he wrote all the rude words. Oh. And he also has worms and a big anus. We had the musical comedy with Barbara Streisand, her journey from growing up homeless, learning how to better the community. We had the liquor store owner discovering a crate of booze. He sold it cheap to homeless people, but it was way out of date and it ended up melting whoever drank it. Or the one about the NYPD cracking down on littering, but maybe a little bit of mess is what keeps life interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you thinking, Raywin? I'm thinking that I would also watch the last one about Joni, the sex worker. I reckon it's that. you lock that one in. I think the one I would most want to watch, which I guess it's, it's what a different. We, yeah. I mean, it's a different <laughs> question, <laughs> and I believe that's the question. Um, Barbara Streisand musical. Barbara Streisand musical hmm. for Prue. What are you thinking, Portman? Uh, I think it's the one about um, the man with the big anus. <laughs> okay, lock in. Hang on. I think technically we might not and be able to have you I lock think. that one in. What do you mean? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm just my my computer program here isn't allowing right. it for some reason. Okay. Maybe do you want to have another try? Um, okay. I don't <laughs> understand why. But, um, if the program says that that's not possible. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's never happened before. But <laughs> Okay. Can I uh, lock in the first one? Whatever that is. <laughs> Let's go through who wrote the answers. Okay, so a man's battle to cover his street art with trash because he wrote a lot of rude words on the street, such as bum and penis, etc. That was Portelli. Wow. That, that must have been why you couldn't lock it in because you can't lock in your own answer. I think. Oh. Yeah. I think when I was writing it, I was, had such a sort of creative <laughs> yeah. moment that I must have blacked out. It so yeah. clearly. And uh, then a flow state. when I came to, yeah, I was in such a deep flow state and then when I came to, I didn't remember writing it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it just sounded the most yeah. really It sounded just the most plausible to me. <laughs> uh, the two lazy hazmat cleaners who ended up creating a monster, that was written by Joel, the question writer, a.k.a. The House. Mm, house. That one was good. That, was, was really that good. sounded yeah. like um, Toxic Avenger. Very 80s. Yeah. yeah. Then we had Joni, the sex worker in New York City, who had had enough, which Raywan picked. That was also The House. Oh. Two points to The House. Uh, yeah. One. One point to the house. Oh, thank God. Uh, Joel, <laughs> so Joel wrote that, wrote that one as well, the question writer, which I oh. found because the two you asked to be read again, they were both the que- Joel's. They were very ones. convincing, yeah. I thought. Mm. Oh, maybe like he had more time. Hey, don't sass Joel. I love how defensive that was. Um, I think Joel did a really good job. I think I really respect Joel and and I admire him. I would imagine he had a silent room. (laughs) Uh, The musical comedy starring Barbara Streisand that 
Prue picked that was written by Raywin. Oh, we did watch a Barbara Streisand movie recently. Yeah. So uh, New my weekly. Uh, <laughs> point for Raywin there. Uh, and then Portella, you went for the New York City Police uh, cleaning up the streets. That was written by Prue. <gasps> Meaning oh. no one got the correct answer. Oh. A liquor store owner discovers a crate oh. of booze in the basement of his store and decides to make quick cash by selling to local homeless people, which ends up melting them all in God. extremely gory fashion. <laughs> wow. So uh, it is a horror. It's okay. a low budget sort of. I'll tell you a bit more about yeah. it in a second, but that means we've got one point oh, to wow. Prue, one point to Ray, and one point to the house. All right, I'll add up the scores in a second. Carry the two. <laughs> uh, in the meantime. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh. Oh, the computer's working. <laughs> So it has a 62% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Not great. Uh, reviewer Bill Gibron loved it, saying, Street Trash is a celebration of all that is excessive and exciting in the world of splatter films. It is a truly misguided masterwork. Reviewer Brian Eggett hated it, though, writing, <laughs> Street Trash feels so determined to offend every demographic that it abandons any relationship with audiences besides an ironic one. Uh, according to our question writer, Joel, the writer of the movie said he wrote it to offend everyone on Earth equally. <laughs> the director went on to be, I think it's his only film he ever directed, but he went on to be one of the highest paid cameramen in Hollywood doing Steadicam for Terminator 2 and Titanic. Wow. So Joel um, points out a couple of the things that happened in the film uh, saying, there's a part of the movie where a guy gets his dick cut off and people play hot potato with it. <laughs> and one guy drinks the booze while he's on the toilet and flushes himself. Well, it doesn't sound like it would offend me at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He says, great movie, highly recommended. Wow. All right, the final scores are in. In fourth place on four points, it's Andrew Portelli. Thanks, everyone. In third place on five points, it's The House. <laughs> but the equal winners, each on six points, it's Raywin and Prue. Well done. What a beautiful game and a beautiful result. I thought it could have been anyone's right down to the final buzzer. Yeah. Mm. Prue, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at Prue Blake Comedy everywhere. Fantastic. Just anywhere you'd look. And you're, what, what festivals are you doing in 2023? I will be doing Perth Fringe World uh, in February 7 to the 19th, I think, with my show Unfriended. And I'll also be doing that show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Sick. How about you, Portelli? My Instagram is enter the portman um, and I've got a website as well called andrewportelli.com. Um, I'm doing a festival show called Hey, Great to Catch Up in Perth, Adelaide and uh, Melbourne and maybe some other places. Uh, if, you, if you just um, go on my uh, Instagram, there's a link to all the, all the different places to buy tickets. And people have been saying best, what are they saying? The funniest show, Guinness world record? record for the funniest ever show? That's the early buzz I heard. Oh, um, oh that's, n- oil, that's new to me. Most oil on a um, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one I know about because yeah. I had to buy the oil. But. And Raywin, what about you? Um, I am doing a um, Melbourne comedy festival show. Um, it's called Bush Week and you can find me on Instagram. Just Raywin's Picks is probably the best spot. Yeah, that'd be great. Come along. Awesome. And you're undefeated. Two from undefeated. two. Unbelievable. I've beat the house yeah. both times yeah. as well. well I'm, I'm on a real losing streak. <laughs> we had seven in a row I've lost. Um, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. As we are still a relatively new show, it'd be great if you could help get the word out there. Please give us a five-star review and tell your friends if you think you know anyone who might enjoy it. Cheers for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. <laughs>
Well, that's a perfect take. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.